I got into this because I'd had enough. I was fed up, but I got to put my words into action because I felt that at that moment when I spoke to the board of supervisors, there was millions of people listening. As I've sort of become a leader in this movement, I've realized that people want nothing more than to get on board to get their freedom back. If my voice gets heard and helps people, then this has all been well worth it. If my kids have a better America to live in, then this is absolutely worth it. I really don't like this stuff. I never wanted to be part of a production or a movie or, you know, I'd rather be out in the fields fighting somebody. Way that we fight, if this is the way that we inspire uh, people to move forward and, and to come on board with us, you know, for the win, then I'll be here. So. My fellow Americans. It is time to take our freedom back. guys how's it going good 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 yeah good weekend great weekend nice to get a little bit of rain finally we need it we need a lot more of it but we'll take what we can get right now so a lot going on as usual in shasta county around the world and i think as time goes on we realize that the reason that we're doing what we're doing here locally and we're so adamant about the change here is because we see what's coming on a national level on a global level you know, and the things that are going to come down the pipeline are not good for us. So what we're trying to do now is to insulate, to isolate, to protect what's ours here where we live locally. So we've invited District 1 Supervisor Candidate Kevin Cry to be with us. Kevin, welcome. Hello. Thanks How for joining us this morning. Hopefully we didn't get you out of bed too early this morning. No. You know? it's, it's, I'm uh, almost ready for lunch. <laughs> all right, right on. I, I yeah. figure your schedule these yeah. days has to be pretty <laughs> yeah. jam-packed. And you, you probably dictate none of it. It's all dictated for you. Yeah, and, yeah. It's, you I know. mean, nothing really in my life has really changed. It's just my focus is a little bit different, yeah. you know. So we're going to have natural conversation here today because we want to get to know more about you. The people watching want to get to know why the heck you would put yourself through this process, why you're so passionate about uh, this campaign, this race, and uh, this position. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting because uh, as I'm asked that question, I'm actually, I'm, I'm able to give, I think, a lot more of a thoughtful answer as time goes on. And now I really, like what's happening in China right now, they're going right back into like heavy lockdowns. And I see that now and I think, okay, this is exactly why I'm running because that's gonna make its way, not just to our shores, but to here in Northern California. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to getting involved in October, I mean, I didn't pay attention to any of that, like ever. I, I always voted in the presidential elections Maybe, maybe if there was something on a ballot that was, uh, you know, a measure that would uh, impact uh, children or schools, I would vote on that if, it, if, you know, if it came up during the summer. But uh, when it comes to voter scores, I was a five out of an eight, which meant, which means I know this now that I vote in all the major ones 
and maybe every other, every third. Which you're not alone there. I think you're you're in good company when when it comes to those statistics, which that's probably everybody in this room at some point. I mean, I've I've never even cared. I couldn't have told you what supervisors even met before all this started. No, absolutely. And um, I can remember driving on I-5 and seeing, uh, you know, billboards for the recall Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, Shasta Forward. And even wondering to myself, like, what did did the supervisors even do? Mm -hmm. You know, and that was like over the summer. Um, so in, in, you know, back to the question of why I'd run, you know, it's like one of those things when, when you see something, some people at their houses will have like a drip or something will happen and they'll just let it go. And then they'll fix it when it's really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Other people, um, and I think like me, I'm very OCD about it. When I see something dripping or I see, I, I, mm-hmm. I got to get it fixed. I may not do it myself, but I've got to get somebody out to fix the leak, to fix whatever. And I just can't let it go. And, sure. um, when I realized how bad our county is, how much it's been turned over to people that don't have our best interest in mind. Mm. It was like, that. I just got to run. So, so tell me, you know, at what point did you decide, hey, it's got to be me? Because I'm sure you went through this thought process of, hey, I'm going to support this person, <clears throat> or get behind, or maybe, you know, align myself with this movement. But at some point, you made a decision to say, hey, no, you know what? It's got to be me. Yeah. Um, well, it was, it was and, and why you? Well, it was, it was at, well, yeah, because someone, um, I needed to make sure someone was going to be looking out for my family. So very selfishly, I said, if anybody's going to make a decision for my family, it's going to be me. Sure. And that's why. And then um, it became much bigger uh, than me. It became about, you know, your guys' kids, grandkids. I didn't look at you, Woody, when I said grandkids. But, uh, <laughs> I don't have any of those. Yet. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it just became uh, this, is, this is much, much bigger than just myself, my neighbors, my friends. But, you know, all of Shasta County, 180,000 people, roughly 30,000 kids under the age of uh, 18. So putting yourself in a political limelight, which everybody in this room has done, essentially, because of our participation in this movement and everything that's been going on over the last two years, really, you're putting yourself up there to be a target. Yeah. Put yourself out there to get attacked. Yourself, your family, your kids, uh, your vision. Yeah. Everything's going to come under scrutiny, under under attack, Mm -hmm. you know. How are you handling that? Well, it's, it's, you know, it's really easy for me because, you know, I've gotten into politics, but I don't let politics get into me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, opponents can throw barbs out there and, you know, it says more about their character than mine. So I'm who's, just not who's gonna, running against you? I don't even, I don't even know their names. <laughs> no, I, uh, Kimberly Volmers and uh, Aaron Reznor, former client of mine, actually. Is that right? Yeah, but, but like I said, like to me, it's not about them. It's about, it's about me and, and what I want to fix and what yeah. I want to do. You know, I don't, I don't concern myself with other people. Like, and I've coached for a lot of years and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm used to, you know, having to call that timeout, draw something up and either it works or it doesn't. And if it works, mo- most times it was always the athletes or the kids. And if it doesn't, it was my fault. And I, and I'm okay with that. Like, sure. But, but don't you think knowing your opponent is part of the game plan and understand what they're doing and stopping what they want to do? You know, y- yes, but, I, but I will say, um, I, I've come to hope the best and expect the worst out of people. Mm-hmm. And this is no different. This is no different this race than anything else I've prepared myself for. You know, you, you really hope people do the right thing mm-hmm. and, um, but you, you, don't, you don't expect it. There, you know, it's a, it's a fallen world. There's a lot of people that, uh, you know, scratch and claw and want to win at any cost. And I'm just, I'm just not that guy. I'll win at any cost if it's, you know, legal, moral, ethical and spiritually okay. But, you know, because at the end of the day, uh, this election is going to be over and I'm going to keep raising my kids and be married to my wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to look in the mirror. And that's, it's, 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 it's the reason why I'm running. I, I, I have to be able to look in the mirror. And if I can't look in the mirror because of the way I've run my campaign, uh, then, 
you know, that's, that's not a good. But knowing what I know about you and what I'm learning about you more and more is that you definitely don't play to lose. You know? Correct. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm knocking on doors. Uh, I have a great canvassing team. Uh, I out there myself uh, last week when it was raining, mm-hmm. I was out there. And um, the toughest part about canvassing actually is, you know, I'd want, I want to spend 15, 20 minutes with some people just hearing their stories. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's it's a numbers game. So you're sure. there two to three, maybe four minutes and you're on to the next door. Sure. But um, there's a lot of good people in this county. That and is. in terms of, uh, you know, playing to playing to win, you're exactly right. Like, um, you know, there's I've got a great team. I'm, I'm humbled by the team I have. And, um, you know, I'm, I look forward to April 6th. April 6th is the first uh, debate. Yeah. Ch- uh, Chamber of Commerce is putting that on. Oh, and, where's that happening? That's at the Sheridan. I believe yeah. it's I think it's at five or five thirty. But uh, now is that open to the public? Oh, yeah. It's open it to the is. public. Yeah. And I would encourage a lot of people to come. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, that place should be packed. Um, I know it's only one race of many, but mm-hmm. that night, that's the only debate is uh, District 1 candidates. Now, are they going to give you questions ahead of time? Or are you gonna prepare, are you well, I won't get the this? questions ahead of time, no. so I can guarantee you that. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, would, I would like to believe that no one will be having the questions, and I, and I trust Jake. I think, yeah. I think Jake uh, Mangus, the chamber, has uh, a lot to prove to the community in terms of being um, very you know, nonpartisan, mm-hmm. very middle of the road, and he'll moderate the debate, and mm-hmm. um, I'm looking to... Looking forward to asking my opponent some questions. Yeah, Jake. Jake burned himself down during this whole process. I think. I think you're right. I think yeah. in order to hold on to his job, he lost a lot of, lot of clients and uh, businesses during this whole deal. So yeah, well, yeah, well they it, dissolved their whole PAC. The chamber did. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the one thing we have, I, I think, and it wasn't just in politics; it was everywhere. I think everybody got a chance to see how people lead the last two years. Yeah. You know. Uh, and not even just lead their businesses, but lead their families, you know, lead their neighborhoods, their mm-hmm. social groups. Their lives. And uh, yeah, and it was just a big mass monumental fail, like mm-hmm. on so many levels by so many. Um, and again, you know, I'm totally fine with if someone says, hey, masking's the way to go, then, you know, you, you, you know I'm not saying double down on it, but wear a mask and, and then make that your thing, but don't take it off because you're nervous because other people might ridicule you, then keep it on, like have some conviction. And if you don't believe you should wear one, then, you know, take that off and like, just lead, be a person of substance, man, woman, et cetera. So I think what we're seeing here in Shasta County and in the Northern counties is a shift where people are starting to wake up if they haven't already been awake and said, hey, we actually have a chance at controlling our destiny here. Yeah. Our, Our vision can actually become a reality based on our actions. And this scares the elite. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and we're fooled to think that there's not an elite here in Shasta County that's been oh, here for yeah. generations who've always had control, have always, you know, held the purse strings, always been puppeteers uh, in this county. And now we're cutting those strings. We're saying, look, enough's enough. You know, yeah. all, all these backdoor, backroom deals uh, are now going to be exposed. We want things to be transparent. We want to know what's going on and we want to be a part of that process. And it's that simple. So why they label us as extremists, why they say, hey, you guys, you know, are, are on an extreme that is, is just a fringe group, you know, doing what you're doing uh, is completely incorrect because everywhere I go, and I'm sure you're seeing this as you're canvassing going door to door, is people care. People want to be involved. They want some of that control back into their hands, which is really the American way. Yeah. So Yeah. I mean, you know, if uh, <laughs> I, I hate to use the word extremist, but in comparison to what we've lived under here in the county for a long, long time, we would seem extreme, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, that's because the other side has been so extreme in their way 
right. that even if we're in the middle, it seems extreme because the other side, and when I say the other side, I'm talking about people that say they identify as conservative, but don't. They the give, rhinos. Yeah, they give out, they give out huge raises. <clears throat> they want more layers of bureaucracy. They want bigger government. They, they want us to be dependent on them. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I would have never thought Shasta County would, would be in this situation, but this is like boiling a frog. I mean, this didn't happen overnight. They've been doing this for years. Sure. What, what surprised you most when you finally went to a supervisor's meeting and sat there and <clears throat> listened and started plugging in? I mean, what was Oh, the... man, what surprised me the most? There, there's two or three things. One of the things that surprised me the most was um, how uh, some sitting supervisors will say they agree with something and then vote the total opposite. And, um, you know, when you talk about local control, I mean, again, I, I'm always going to go back. I'm always going to go back to, and Joe's a friend of mine, uh, you know, we don't barbecue or anything like that, but we've done some business stuff 10, 15 years ago. We did a speaking uh, little tour with a few high schools, colleges, et cetera. And um, when Joe said, you know, I'm an extension of, or I work for the government, I'm an extension of the state. Like that was kind of like, if you think about the gong show, you know, that, that yeah. going off or just like the three stooges getting hit in the face with a frying pan. It was just like, <laughs> wait a minute. Like, you know, I'm a social science major. That was my, that's what my undergraduate's in. I don't ever remember reading that or being yeah. tested on that, yeah. that our local, yeah. especially local officials. And, um, you know, but, but the crazy thing is, uh, you know, the, the elected officials at the city and the county, like, continue to perpetuate that. They, they, they still want to take more money in and say, well, we're going to end the local state of emergency now that we don't have any more money to take. That's crazy to me. Like we're just, we're selling off our birthright. We're selling off our, and it's not just that. It's what happens in six months, 12 months, 24 months when this gets really bad. Like this is just a test run. Sure. This has been a test run. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. We're talking about that pre-show this morning as we're sitting out here saying how, you know, we might get a little taste of better times, but that's what captors do. You know, yeah. when they have somebody in captivity, you know, just when that person is about to break psychologically and physically, what do they do? They give them a little bit of something. They feed them a carrot. Yeah. You know, they take them outside for a walk. They give them some fresh air, you know, make them think it's going to be all right. And then boom, you know, they uh, start to levy have your penalties. Yeah. I had, I, I had something come to mind when you were talking and um, I appreciate a lot of what you're sharing, but I think like you were saying, Carlos, people want to be involved and they, and you canvassing yourself actually, I mean, that's huge. You know, there's a lot of people that never met a supervisor or a candidate, you know, the climate has changed in a positive way where you're out hitting the, hitting the streets. So like post you're in a lot of people talk about transparency and I go, yeah, transparency is important. There is some closed set door stuff going on. There's stuff that meetings of, you know, the elites will never know because it's not the public for a public eye, but the stuff that is in public eye, there's a ton of public record. I mean, you can go look up any meeting years back. You can look up the transparencies there. What shifted is now people will be held accountable. Yeah. The, the citizens rose up and said, Nope, we're not, we're not going to tolerate that kind of leadership. So for you as leader, like in, in the past, what is what are some of the ways that you are open to that accountability component? What would you like to see moving forward so that now, you know, someone that's going, should, which way should I vote here? Well, I know Kevin would look for this out yeah. of me. Well, I, I, think, I think encouraging public discourse is important. I mean, we have open comment right now, but I think it's, you know, like educating the public. Like one of the things right now they're talking about is the, like the, the medical doctors forum with, you know, in response to any kind of outbreak, not just COVID, but anything, and then doing that. I think it's great that the Board of Supervisors is looking to, 
use their platform to help educate the public instead of just saying, oh, you guys should all do your own research. The Board of Supervisors shouldn't be in that role. Well, that's the exact role I think the Board of Supervisors should be in. They're not in the role to say, this is what you have to do. Mm-hmm. But I think if you have a platform to educate people and bring people into that conversation, you should do that. And mm-hmm. from a transparency standpoint, uh, you know, one of the things like going back to the canvassing, one of the people that uh, on my team that canvass, are, they're adamant about canvassing for me because Doug LaMalfa came to their house like 12 years ago. And they, and they talk about it almost every canvas meeting we have. Mm-hmm. And that's important. So for me, if I can canvass, win or lose, if I get a few people to get interested in local politics and getting involved, then, you know, I've, I've done, I think I've done my job then. I've got people out and understanding. And I think the transparency will happen when more people are involved. Because what's crazy right now is we're obviously all in this. Like, this is something that we're all like lock, stock and barrel, like we are involved, but there's people driving right now, you know, in market or hilltop Cypress that have no clue yeah. who the supervisors are and right. they'll probably oh, vote. Absolutely. There's a lot, there's a lot of, you know, uninformed voters and, that, and that's what's scary. So I think the transparency wall yeah. will get broken down the more people that we get involved. And I think, I think the supervisors uh, move in to have more evening meetings. Yeah, tomorrow night's the first one. Yeah, it's another good way to get the public. Yeah, a lot of people involved. are at work, you know, they can't, make it there you exactly. know in the middle of the day it's it's kind of hard but yeah. i'd be curious to see what how many people um are are voting you know now versus uh you know pre-covid lockdown and everything because i feel like i don't know what the percentages are but i'm, I'm gonna look into it because any any of you guys looking at the percentage of people no, I, registered I, to vote and stuff like that since i haven't i think it was up a years. little bit in the recall yeah uh, I, in I, I think they got more signatures than people voted or something like that last time i heard but yeah i, I don't know i'm not gonna say because i'm not sure exactly what the numbers were so uh one of the things that's been brought up you know we're talking about personal attacks and then we talk about uh false attacks you know which i think everybody here again has been you know subject to one of the things that aaron Reznor said about you was that you don't live in a district and 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 even was on the news on krcr about a week ago saying i'm not sure you know why, why he's running yeah i mean she knows and again like i don't i don't want to like it, it would be really easy right it'd be really easy to um i'll give you an example like in basketball yeah. if you're up by a, by quite a bit at the end of the game and you dump your bench yeah. and then the other team puts their starters back in and starts to press you yeah. right you know your first instinct as a coach is to look at the other coach and say really i'm going to put my starters back in and we're going to press you and beat you by 60. Yeah. but you look at what's the right thing to do see i let my subs play it out let them get that experience, let them get a chance to, to battle a little bit. So for me, she wants to come and start throwing those stones. I'm just gonna let her keep throwing them because she knows that I did that, that I moved mm-hmm. way before she ever announced. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that's what's heartbreaking about it is, uh, you know, she's called me a great guy. She said a lot of really positive things about me. But then again, whether it's, her campaign team. Well, I can't even say it's her campaign team because it's her. Those are her words. She's saying that. Both ways, she's responsible for what she says. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, um, when I when I lay my head on my pillow at night, I, I can I feel really good about the campaign I'm running. Sure. And, and believe me, there's there's plenty of stuff. And um, you know, the election's 71 days away. I'm going to keep running it my way. Run on the issues, and uh, you know. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm so transparent. Like I, I, I've told everybody like everything, you know, that I'm doing along the way, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean. So, so you guys want to play that clip real quick, just of that? The people probably see their butts. It's weird. 
referenced it. Good evening and happy Friday. I'm Mike Mangus. Tamara DeMonte has the night off. The old saying is, you know, home is where the heart is. But in the case of the race for Shasta County's District 1 supervisor seat, home is a big point of contention. Reading City Council member and a candidate for the seat, Erin Resner, was meeting with supporters and volunteers at her vacant downtown Reading building this afternoon. She has said publicly her opponent, Kevin Cry, does not live in the district, which would make him ineligible for the position. I think that it's really interesting that a candidate would put their hat in the ring and not live within the district. I'm not sure, in my opinion, that somebody who would do that in the very beginning would be the best person that later on to leave with with integrity. I will stop right there. That's good. Yeah, that just, I mean, it's just a, it's like going at your character. Oh, yeah. Well, you I know, mean, but, but that's, like, and, and knowingly, I think well, that, well, here's, that's. Here's the thing, is that, turn that. that, that's all my, that's all my opponents have is to try and make something up. No. Um, you know, uh, one person in, in my race, uh, you know, said that they got politically motivated nine years ago and decided to run. I mean, to me, like, I, I, I didn't wait like nine, nine days. Yeah. Like when I realized, holy crap, this is bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to go. I mean, I, I got to do something. So I went down to the county and said, hey, you know, this is where I live, you know, and then I, I looked at all the election laws and said, okay, I'm going to move and said, sweetheart, yeah. we are going to move to Tennessee. Sure. But now, no, we're not going to move. I'm going to get an apartment yeah. and I'm going to live over here. Sure. And she said, okay. Yes. Uh, because she knows when I, when, I, when I make a decision, my actions oftentimes um, dictate if it wound up being good or bad. So, so what has prepared you most? for this moment. I know you have an education, you've had some time in, in the military, right? Yeah, in I mean- the Reserves, coaching. Correct, like what, what's, what's prepared me is just being the person I've been for 45 years. I mean, I'm unwavering in what I believe. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not gonna become somebody different because of this, you know, four or eight year gig. I mean, I, I'm, I, mean, I, I think it's just crazy the amount of uh, years some people spend in politics. Oh yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, now, are you willing to agree with term limits? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for you, sure. Even if that means you only serve two terms? Correct. Yeah, I mean, like I'm, for me, this is, this is the problem, right? We don't, we don't write, I mean, people say like, you got all these companies, like last week I was in, you know, five states in four days. And, and they say, well, how do you have time to be a supervisor running all this stuff? It's because I can empower people, train them, work with them, and then um, step aside, give them leadership roles and then help them and things can still grow. Mm -hmm. And what we don't do is we get people in politics that they wanna be the end all be all. So mm -hmm. the thing I wanna do is I wanna, I wanna start like, you know, I'll tell you like Colt Roberts, like I'm just super impressed with a guy that's 27 that's getting involved now. Sure. I mean, I think that's great. I don't, I don't think his chances probably are, are great to win, but I mean, he's got um, a lot of great years ahead of him with mm -hmm. what he's doing. And for me, I wanna get people involved and I wanna bring people up you know, and um, get them to consider running, get them to consider what they can do, sure. you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, back to the, the stuff with, you know, what, what prepares me is, you know, um, I, I'm just gonna lean on my record of, of what I've done in crisis situations, even locally during the car fire, things that I've been a part of. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't run from problems. I, I don't complain about problems. I find solutions and and do that. And I don't have all the answers with what's going to be ahead of me at the board of supervisors. But sure. what's crazy is when people say, "Oh, well, they've got no political experience." Exactly. That's why I'm by far. No, the that's best not pick. a bad thing. Yeah, that's not yeah, a. That, that's, that's not right. a refreshing. And, and, another yeah. thing that I don't like is when I hear this person wants to be supervisor because they want to use that as a springboard onto 
a larger position or, yeah. or a position in the state or yeah. not a governmental, you know. Yeah. They'll treat it just that way then. They'll just a- absolutely. So we don't want to be a stepping stone for anybody. No. You know, I, I want you to, to be here now to embrace this job and do it to the best of your ability. And if you move on to other things later on, opportunities yeah. present themselves, then so be it. But if that's your yeah. goal going in and saying, hey, I just want to use this. I'm going to use this as a, as a springboard for something else. Yeah. Then that's not the person we need. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I, I mean, to me, this is a really, really simple decision yeah. for people. When you look at, uh, I don't mean just voting records. I mean records of of what we what we do, how we do things, what we say, how we follow through. Um, but again, you know, it's there's 71 days from the election, and I think there's going to be a lot that will, um, you know, make its way to the surface. Things will bubble up, you know, and um, I sleep well at night because I'm not I'm not concerned about it. Like I, I've I've made mistakes in companies. I've made mistakes, um, and, I'll, and I own those. And I think those mistakes only make me stronger, only make me more fit to lead. If you're not failing, you're not playing. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, the um, and I'm unapologetic because I'm, I'm going to own those mistakes. I'm going to own those things. And too many people want to deflect, you know. And um, well, yeah. I don't. I don't think that. I, I mean, I see Aaron as your chief. I mean. I, I've never even heard of the other gal. Or uh, no, Kim Balmers. I, I don't know much about her at all. Yeah. I haven't. But uh, to me, it, you know, being from the Reading City Council, man, if that's like your your strong argument for for this job, I, I think they've done a horrible job in the city of Reading. If you were from Anderson <laughs> really City bad. Council, where things have gotten way better over the last eight years, like that's yeah, why to me, I think Baron Browning's tough to beat because he can say, hey. Look, Mike Johnson is going to be tough to beat because they can say, "Hey, look what's happened in Anderson in the last decade." You know, yeah. I mean, it was a, that was a place was a hole. Man. Anderson was the armpit of Shasta County. Now it was. It's real desirable. They've turned that you know that but town around. Walk and around downtown Reading, yeah. and you won't be thinking the city council's been doing a great job, or at least yeah. I don't. It's, yeah, I mean, you know, and and the the thing too is, I'm tired of people apologizing about what Shasta County isn't. Like, I'm proud of Shasta County. I love yeah. Shasta County, and the more people say, "Oh, we're not this, we're not that," then pack your stuff up and go. Like mm-hmm. just, just move. And again, about me moving, this has nothing to do about me moving. The whole thing with me moving was because um, when, when the state of California says, hey, we're going to come after your kids and mm-hmm. we're going to vaccinate them and we're going to take that choice away from the parents. Yeah. And we're not talking about, you know, polio or things like that. We're talking about, you know, gene therapy that's just been rushed to the front where there's all kinds of issues. Like that's what I'm talking about. So was I looking to move for that? Absolutely. But that's why I'm running. It's like, I'll fight for this County. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and, and I have been, I mean, I've, I've already done more in the last three or four months um, with, you know, with, with other counties, talk to other people say, Hey, you know, I'm really big on forming a coalition. Like I, I think going back to that October 19th meeting when, you know, Joe and the other supervisors were, um, when it was brought up to join with Tom Patty in San Joaquin County. Like, that's why I spoke. It, it seems so logical to me. Why wouldn't we go join other counties and go shoulder to shoulder with If even thinking? just symbolically. Well, you know. If, if it yeah. was true that they said, hey, we have no power at all. The state's taking this away from us. It's completely in their hands. We can't do anything about it. Fine. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. not the case. But exactly. at least symbolically stand up and say, yeah. we're not laying down. You know, we are united because eventually I think other counties would have joined. Well, and yeah. would have had a stronghold. Well, and, and, I, and I think we're going to get back to that. Like, I, I don't think for a minute, I mean, like the food shortage stuff. I mean, if we go down that road, right, and you talk about the, the 10, 12 most northern counties where food is grown, where there is water. I mean, you're going to want leaders there 
that aren't going to sit and say, well, I wrote letters. Yeah. I made phone calls. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. You want someone throwing their knapsack on <laughs> and they're hiking out and they're getting people together to say, look, like we're going to hold the line. And I'm not talking about uh, brutality or anything like that. I'm talking about if this stuff really hits the fan and it's crazy to talk about. Well, it is, but, 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 but we're not, but we we're not it. far. I mean, we're, we're not far. Yeah. Yeah. I think it seems like everything's just going in a bad direction. I just went to the ACID meeting. They're talking no water. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's 3%, 3%. They're, they're supposed to get 3% of their normal allotted water. So not, that's not and, right. and, how are we going to feed ourselves? How are we going to, you know, feed our neighbors? How, and if the dollar crashes, you know, and, and then, you know, like I am, um, like I, I fully understand what this is. And I, I don't think it's other people, uh, yeah, I don't think other people really fully understand what this could be. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, I know I'm the clear choice for district one, because I'm aware what, where this could go and I'm aware how ugly this could get. And, 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 and I'm, and I'm made for that because, because we had other leaders, you know, one of my opponents, wore a mask for months and said she didn't believe in it, but did it at a courtesy for others. Well, I get the courtesy for others, but at the end of the day, you have to have convictions. Yeah. You have to have convictions. And when the- That's just an excuse, courtesy oh, for I know, others. Oh, I know, I know. Well, but, 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 but it's public opinion. Instead. Right. And, and that's, if you're afraid of public opinion and you're afraid of ridicule, you know? Well, you're more concerned with being a cheerleader, you know, and, and selling sugar to kids. I mean, that's, well, I don't, I, yeah, I don't want to go down. Well, no, that's, I, I don't want to go I, down I, that road. I, I can go down that road. Well, yeah, you don't, have don't, to, but don't, I can. don't get me started. Don't get me started about that. Well, okay, you got okay. Yeah. So, thing So, yeah. So, so my business, my business is non-essential, right? Which yeah. provides endorphins. Provides. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing is, right? So, so I two minutes. So I have kids. I have kids with some severe learning disabilities, and I was able to stay open. I'm embarrassed the fact I even called Danielle Ewart and asked for permission. But he gave me permission at nine o'clock on a Sunday morning that I could stay open because of that very first week. And I said, look, we've made some huge strides with kids, some huge strides. And I don't want to see that go away. So I've got 11,000 square feet so I could have a trainer socially distanced in 11,000 square feet with, with one, one individual. So we worked with that kid and it was almost like this speakeasy type of thing. Like we had to pull, you know, it was crazy. Yeah. And for me that we didn't have city council people, board of supervisors, because that's why Facebook has been a great ally for me. Because you look back on the day we shut down, I did a video. It was one of my first videos I'd done in the history of Facebook for me and said, hey, this is going to be bad for kids. Sure. This is going to be bad for kids. Get those kids moving. Get those kids playing. Because, um, you know, if those kids don't have oxytocin in their brain and they're not able to socially develop and grow, this is going to be really, really bad. Yeah. And when you had a leader that was pushing sugar to kids mm -hmm. and not fighting for fitness centers, mm -hmm. health clubs, um, places to get out and do that. That I mean, right th there that, is that, enough. That, yeah, well, that, yeah. So I mean, I really, just on that yeah. point right and there. And this isn't a character, yeah. this isn't a character assassination. No, it is. This is true. It, well, no, no, it's true. Yeah. This is it's track true. record. This You're is track record. What, this is track happened. record. Yeah. And for, and for me, kids are always going to be first with me. Sure. Kids can't choose their parents. Mm -hmm. People can say, what about the seniors? I get it. There are, there's a vulnerable population out there Then anything, those have, those people have to be taken care of. Those individuals have to be taken care of. I didn't see my aunt for I still haven't seen her because she's at a, uh, she's at Canyon, you know it's been two years. Haven't seen her. She hasn't seen anybody from the family other than through a window. But at the end of the day, that's criminal. She well she get criminal. she get she was able to make the choices for her own life. Kids cannot. Yeah, and I'm going to stand on yeah. that. Now we got Kevin Cry fired kids. up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well when you, when you come after the kids, man, it's just that's chicken. 
That's yeah. ch- and when if you can't stand up for kids, you can't stand up for anybody. Well, with yeah, what's we coming, I think it's super important to have the supervisors, the school boards, everybody working together on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to to you're right. Block a lot of what's I think is coming down the pipe. Yeah, and it, it was clear though to people to speak to people's conscious about it about what you're yeah. talking about. The people going, aren't you? Well, I was supposed to be shut down. And we launched, we opened the teen program back up. Like, nope, it's the right thing to do. I'll yeah. risk it. It's the right thing to do. We had like 25, 30 kids running out from the building and yeah. everything. They're like, aren't you worried you're going to shut you down? Yeah. We, we not, not, yeah. A, not a peep because yeah. it was the right thing to do. Well, yeah. And people but could you say, didn't have policymakers yeah. following that. They didn't support that one. Oh, they talked, they talked about, you know, uh, through education or, you know, make the best. Decision. Yeah. It's like, you know what? That's. That, that 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 that's bogus. I mean, the people that the people that were in the know were the elite, etc. They knew they had no problems because they're in those conversations. Right. For me, eight weeks was enough, and I didn't care if I was going to prison at that point. I said, "This is this is it. This is yeah. crazy. Yeah. I can't I can't do this to kids yeah. anymore." Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Kevin, thanks for having. Or Thank you guys. Thanks for being here. Yeah, yeah. 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 we're glad to have you. Thanks and, for taking uh, the time, man. Yeah. You know, listen, this is important stuff. If you don't think this is an important race, guys, uh, open your eyes, open your ears, yeah. do some research because. This literally uh, is going to dictate the future for our children here in Shasta County. So it's really, yeah. really important. And it'd be, I think it'd be good, too, as time goes on, maybe get you back on, get closer to that electric yeah. action time. And so I'm sure stuff's going to change. I, I want to hear what the voters are saying out there, too. You're out there canvassing. You know, as yeah. time goes on, I'd like to see if there's a shift in interest. Yeah, yeah so. no, I mean, I'm, uh, you know, and that's one thing I will say. I know we got to wrap up, but, you know, I'm pretty tight-lipped about some of this stuff because, you know, my team and I, like, you know, we're not – this, this isn't like Mr. Smith goes to Washington in the sense that like, like a, as a coach or a business person, you always have, uh, you know, a plan and you want to execute that plan. And I don't know what other people are doing or other races sure. are focusing on, but I know what we're focusing on. And I know the voters are pissed and a change is coming June 7th. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Appreciate you. Thank All you. Right. Guys. Thanks, Thanks man.